Hey guys, it's Kate and this is Travel Pro Theory. Welcome to the podcast if it's your first time here. Um, what you should know is the episode I'm about to do here is a bit of a tradition for Travel Pro Theory, sort of a wrap up end of the year systems uh, that I'm using and also just sort of thoughts on the year we've been through and things coming up for the year ahead. Um, normally, this would be both Heather and I. So this year, I wanted to keep it the tradition and still do a wrap-up episode, but obviously it's a solo cast this year. Now, I should start this out. If you don't know, I'm super pregnant right now, and I breathe really heavily. (laughs) I can never catch my breath, literally always out of breath. So this is going to be my first time doing a solo cast that is longer and trying to um, you know, sound hopefully not too creepy in your ears as we go. So for, forgive me in advance if I'm breathing super hard. Uh, I'm going to try to keep it under control, but it's kind of like not under my control. So it's just one of those things. And also, this is I don't have another person here. I don't get those breaks to just lean back and breathe and then like chug water and then come back in. So... This should be interesting, <laughs> but stick with me. It's gonna be good. Hopefully, it'll be good. We'll we'll see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Um, okay, first things first. Let's kind of recap systems uh, that I'm using in my business. This is something Heather and I do every year because uh, I love to, you know sharing tools and any software, whatever, since we can all learn from each other on that. Uh, nothing. A lot of my stuff is still the same. If you go back and listen to last year's uh, end of the year episode, so the 2019 wrap up, um, I'm still using uh, Dubsado, Travify, ClickUp, Streak, QuickBooks, G Suite, Dub, Canva, MailerLite, BrainFM, Squarespace, Cast really mostly the same things. Some new stuff that I've introduced is uh, a product called Publer, P-U-B-L-E-R. It is for scheduling social media. Uh, I've only had it a few weeks. I was a Black Friday buy, so I am, I haven't like fully utilized it yet. So I'll be trying that out. Uh, Fresh LMS, which is along the lines of like a Podia or Kajabi, Teachable, Thinkific, uh, similar kind of product where you can host content, keep it behind um, a paywall and memberships or courses, that kind of thing. Like currently, I've moved the workflow template bundle into there, and uh, and I'll be moving people over to there. So if you bought it over Black Friday or if you had it before, it's in Podia right now, and I'm gonna swap it over. Uh, because it's not as, I was going to say the word fancy as Podia, but I don't find Podia that fancy (laughs) either. Uh, But I was able to get a lifetime uh, license on that. And that was also one of my Black Friday buys. Uh, I did also buy a service called Swipe Pages, and I haven't really dug into that. It's sort of a lead page builder. looks good. I don't know if I need it. It may have just been a shiny object syndrome purchase and TBD on if that sticks around. 
Uh, I also bought one called Nifty PM, which is like Nifty Project Management. It's supposed to be along the lines of a ClickUp. Um, right now, I'm leaning towards ClickUp is the best, and why would I ever use anything else? Uh, but I also haven't fully given it a chance. So TBD on that. So yeah, that's systems. That was quick. All right, let's talk 2020. Let's recap 2020. Uh, you know, nothing happened. Okay, cool, the end. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, obviously. Uh, let's start with let's start with some of the struggles of 2020, and then we'll talk about some of the upsides of 2020. Uh, one of the big struggles for me personally, and I'm sure you guys can relate, is the indecision aspect um, as far as like travelers go, right? Waiting on them to decide on uh, rescheduling or picking new dates. Are they going in 2021? Are they going in 2022? Like, what are we doing? Just sort of that waiting. I have felt like I'm in this gray area since April. Um, yeah, around about April, I had pretty much written the year off. I was like, I will be surprised and delighted if my fall trips travel. Um, they obviously did not. I, I don't. I only had a couple trips go this year. It was in March, pre-pandemic, and nothing since. Um, so yeah, no surprise there. But waiting, like I had mentally made that decision for myself to prepare myself in my business as far as okay, let's let this state of mind dictate my financial decisions moving forward, etc. Um, and but you, I have to wait for everyone else to to catch up. And you know, some travelers are just not ready to decide. And I have found I have found that aspect of 2020 to be the most mentally draining for me. I'm not. Um, I was going to say I'm not patient, but that's not totally true either. It's just more of a, for me personally, that's not how I go through life. So it's very hard for me <laughs> to wait for someone else when I'm like, it, it's just time to make a decision. So like, let's make a decision based on the information we have and, and keep it moving. Like, don't look back. Um, so that for me has been men mentally very difficult. Um, uh, the other things that's been hard for me, I'm looking at my notes here, uh, the physical side of being pregnant, I won't stick on this very long since I'm sure this is very uninteresting to most people, um, <laughs> and even to me, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I can't complain, so I don't want to come off as complaining, because uh, I'm very grateful to be starting a family and be where I am, and overall, it has been like healthy and everything's on track. Um, I had uh, a pretty shitty for, like uh, first trimester and I was so sick that for six weeks I couldn't really do anything. Uh, and then there was a few like transitional weeks after that and it was, it was just like real difficult mentally and physically. And then obviously, you know, there's tough days and weeks and it doesn't help to be tired, uh, to be, to be feeling physically tired in a year that is also mentally very tiring. Um, that, that part, that aspect and it's just like, feels like a little bit of a double whammy. And then, um, 
you know, as I said, I'm on here breathing real hard. <laughs> so, you know, there's just parts of it that are just like awkward and hard to deal with as you run a business. Like there's nothing like being on a Zoom call and I'm always out of breath and like chugging water and sweating. So that's my life now. It's real glamorous. Um, you know, I think the other thing that has been kind of difficult for me through the year, and I'm, again, I'm sure this is uh, not just me, um, but I kind of was in this weird space of technically less busy than ever, but also just as busy. Um, it's very strange. Like, I was able to take a lot of time off in that first trimester, which was like back, uh, really June, July was sort of that uh, time frame where uh, I was just down for the count for a lot of it. And, um, you know, that was like a phase of we everything, all the urgent stuff had been taken care of up until then. So I sort of had the time and space to take the time I needed at that time. Uh, but then in August, uh, I was a part of Refresh, which most of you guys know about, which is a collab, a partnership I did with uh, Kareen of Travel Biz Boss, Nikita of Travel Agent Collective, and Nicole of Travel Preneur Academy. It was a 12-week program. And then, so we had, we started the marketing launch on that in August. And we were marketing for about a month. Um, it was a real blitz. And there was, it was just like, it was a lot. It was a lot to do at once and then the program itself was a very very time intensive so yeah it was kind of strange and then even though obviously not having new trips to work on it was just constant either rescheduling or checking in with people or people want to check their options but they're not ready to decide you know that old song and dance so it was very strange to me mentally to be in a place of like this like a very slow year for northern leisure yet uh still having really no time um really no time and to be honest um that's been sort of like my other struggle here i'm recording this on the 23rd and i have been i've been like yeah i've just not been in a good place for the past little bit because of where I planned to be at the end of the year um, didn't pan out. And so that part has been difficult. And and I don't mean financially. I mean, none of us are where we thought we would be financially at, in terms of like the beginning of the year. I'm talking like strip, like tasks, things done, buttoned up and put away. Um, and that's across the board. That's with North Leisure, that's with TPT, um, that's with Refresh. All of it has just like bled over and is taking longer. Um, I'm sure I'm also feeling extra pressure because I'm on the countdown of until I have a baby. I'm due in February and yeah, it's stressful. And so, yeah, it's sort of that feeling of uh, a failure that I didn't. Uh, I feel like I didn't use my time right and I didn't prioritize as well as I could have. One. Uh, two, um, also the stress of still needing to get that done. <laughs> uh, 
and and also you know and every day is sort of a a guessing game like am I going to have good physical energy today to get through this or am I going to feel like crap today or do I have a doctor's appointment which is going to like take a huge chunk of time out of the day so it's just finding that balance uh and yeah I just I need to like move on from it but I'm I'm just in it I'm real in it right now and so I'm not super pumped about how the year is wrapping up like I always have this goal of um you know really fully decompressing at the end of the year and I usually don't uh I didn't last year I don't think I did this year before so it's like the like a compound failure of like I I don't know how I keep getting here I'm usually great at saying no to things and boundaries but like there's clearly like I I obviously have some lessons to learn here and that's where I'm at um yeah so that was it and I also would say you know uh most of you guys have been along for the journey uh travel pro theory we it changed this year Heather had to take a step back um because you know, 2020, and she had a, she had a baby in March, and now she's had to, uh, you know, homeschool her kids, dealing with a, uh, well, half half time has hybrid, um, but you know, and dealing dealing with a baby and a pandemic, and a travel business, it's just been too much. It was too much of a time commitment, and in that transition, um, it's been. The, the hard part for me has been, well, one, it's obviously more fun to do with Heather on the podcast and, and everything. Uh, two, I, it's really, really important to me to keep the spirit and integrity of what we started, uh, which was, it was really, it's rooted in our relationship and it's, it's built on having very different perspectives, not just in our personally we have we we have a very like different approach to things and then also as a supplier and as an advisor and um not wanting I just want to make sure that as TBT moves forward and changes or evolves or whatever it is or whatever comes next that it still has that spirit so I wouldn't I wouldn't even call that a struggle it's just more of like something that I'm super cognizant of and I don't want to I don't want to let myself down. I don't want to let you guys down. I don't want to let Heather down. Um, I want this to still be the thing that we always wanted it to be and to be um, something I'm proud of and that she's proud of. So that's part of it too. Um, Okay, let's talk upsides, right? Let's swing this up. (laughs) Let's talk positive parts of 2020. Uh, Starting a family, that is a positive part even though, you know, <laughs> it's difficult at times. Uh, that's obviously, per- on a personal level, very, very positive. And it's, it has been really nice to just have a part of my life uh, that is positive and exciting and good news um, to get through the year. I also joined a coaching program back in the fall. If you... Uh, fall lord have mercy spring and 
if you were around on uh, Instagram following at the time, I'm sure you heard me talk about it. I joined uh, Liz White's program, Magnetic Coach. Uh, so I am working towards being certified as a life and success coach. I will be certified in EFT, hypnosis, and internationally board certified in NLP, uh, which was my primary driver for joining the program, uh, was for the NLP certification. And I didn't actually get to finish it because of the timeline and I got so sick and I was going through it with a cohort, so uh, I fell behind. Uh, I'm about three quarters done, so I actually just need to get in, finish the rest of the training, and um, submit my test to complete my certification, but I'm still so excited about it. It was really good for me when I joined and it's still good for me. Like I know that the fact that I still have excitement about getting in there, seeing, going through the trainings that I haven't done yet, and even going back and re-listening to the trainings that I did back in the spring, I can't wait to carve out some time for that. I don't know when that's gonna be, but it's gonna happen. And it still feels good. So it feels really good to have like that, uh, it's that confirmation, you know, the, like, so it was a high dollar program. Um, and I know I made the right choice in joining. So yeah, that feels real good. Uh, another upside was I already mentioned refresh and I'm sure again, if you've kind of been around, you've heard me talking about that. It was a 12 week intensive and, uh, being part of a collab and a partnership on that was new and exciting and there was a lot a lot a lot a lot of lessons learned for me along the way I definitely learned a lot about marketing um, and also teaching in a new way because while I have worked with people one-on-one in the past um, and then Heather and I have also done you know, we've hosted workations, we have had uh, Q&As or like live trainings before. They were always sort of their own container, you know, like one small thing, like getting together for that one specific thing. Um, and this was the first time I've ever taught and been with the same group for such a stretch of time, like for a full length program like that. Um, which was cool and and definitely like again uh learned a lot there it was um more time intensive than i was anticipating and it's you know so good to know about like how that would potentially work going forward uh and just working with people and coaching and I would say the other upside of 2020 for me just in retrospect as i look back on the year and think about everything and you know, because of the pandemic, this has been a year of industry discussions, right? Uh, some of that happening here on TPTs and, and everywhere else. And there's been a lot of discussion on like what suppliers should or shouldn't do, what advisors should or shouldn't do. And um, I don't know about you guys with that kind of outside pressure uh, it can get to you. It certainly got to me at different points and made me question, like, am I doing the right thing? Is this, does this make sense? And ultimately, as I look back on the year, it's a reminder that what matters in your business is, does it work for you and does it work for your clients? And that's it. 
Um, it can be very easy to get caught up in what you should or should not do based on other people's opinions, uh, articles and publications, etc., etc. Um, because at the end of the day, uh, unless someone's working with you, unless they're a paid client, I mean, frankly, their opinion doesn't have weight in your business. And I needed that reminder to wrap up the year, like always come back to exactly how it started, exactly how I built, focus on what works for me, focus on what works for clients, and that's it, right? Keep it moving. All right, so let's talk 2021, thoughts for the year ahead. Um, Okay, so I think that 2021 is gonna be a half year for me personally. Uh, So for US travelers going to Ireland and Scotland, I think that would be the case for a lot of Europe. I also, and by half year, I mean, uh, because I don't think, I would think realistically, it will be mid to late summer through fall that gets to travel. So half of the season uh, that actually travel. I also uh, assume that a vaccine will be required. I don't know that for sure. Obviously, that's just my assumption. Uh, So I do think that will be in play. I think that will probably be in play at least for all of 2021, perhaps 22, uh, or until the majority of uh, the populations in in most, uh, you know, these countries that we're talking about for travel are are vaccinated. Um, Okay. My other thought is I'm wondering how this is going to change the client experience going forward. Heather and I have talked about this on the podcast before as far as like, wow, how much has changed since back in our early days in terms of what we deliver to the client. Uh, just even in 2019, pre-pandemic, the level of detail on itineraries, uh, the amount of touch points that you have, the number of interactions, the uh, amount of hand-holding, so to speak, and client gifts, um, the full client experience and even their welcome home and et cetera, et cetera, has grown significantly since back in the day. And it's interesting because, I mean, obviously on the supplier side, like margins have not changed. Uh, on, on the advisor side, you can subsidize that extra time spent by charging a fee, but I don't even know. I still think it evens out, to be honest. Um, just because the it's it's so much. It's just more hours. It's more and more hours uh, as far as like in the planning process, especially before the close. So yeah, I think that's changed, and I'm curious to see what happens next. Um, I hope as an industry that we own and embrace our value without feeling the pressure to um, overcompensate in other ways just because we have had a bad year and I know we're all anxious to grow our businesses back up again. Um, So yeah, those are my thoughts on that. I'd love to hear from you guys on that. Actually, if you want to DM me on the Instagram at Travel Pro, I don't know why I said the Instagram, but you know, that one (laughs) at Travel Pro Theory. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you think the... uh, the client experience will change moving ahead. I hope that we all remember, you know, just to focus on 
what is sustainable long term because travel will obviously come back people are anxious to travel and we're anxious to plan travel it's going to look weird for a while and it's going to take us a minute to like really get on our feet again uh, before we're in like a boom and it's a ton of business but i i think we need to move forward making decisions as if that is a certainty because it is and think about okay is my profit per trip and my time spent per trip is that in balance and does that make sense right because otherwise we will just train travelers to expect more and more and more and more and obviously i'm not saying like we shouldn't be phoning it in we need to take care of our people i'm just saying before we add 37 extra steps to our workflow (laughs) maybe let's think about what matters most and how we can be of best service to our clients, but also keeping that at a sane level for ourselves. Okay. Uh, my other thought for 2021 is I think they, um, I think that we'll end up seeing potentially more hybrid operator advisors, uh, especially if there as there have been layoffs and furloughs. I think that there's going to be. Uh, people with a, a very uh, a very specific set of skills, uh, for lack of better phrasing, uh, that you know have this destination expertise, uh, but probably but don't necessarily want to build up a whole big operation, more like one person kind of operators. Uh, I think in general, they likely will be uh, consumer facing versus advisor facing. Um, especially after the pandemic, um, which is something I talk more about on another day. But that's my that's my gut feeling on that. Um, and also, speaking of layoffs and furloughs, I mean, we've seen this happen. Uh, we all saw that coming. Uh, operators, uh, suppliers in general, are um, mostly on a skeleton staff. And... To be honest, I don't think that we've seen the fallout of 2020. Uh, There was an article out earlier this week talking about short trips uh, going into receivership. And that that won't be the last one of those we see. Uh, I would be shocked if it was. I think that most suppliers kind of went through the year with the hope that we would be able to at least, even if they wrote the year off like I did early in the year and we're probably hoping like I certainly early in the year even though I thought travel for 2020 was off I thought by this fall I would absolutely be booking the hell out of 21 and that is not the case it has slowed down people are unsure and like I said I'm looking at next year as a half year um and there's only so long you can survive uh in that manner so I just um especially for operation like this is a time like for me it's actually extremely lucky that i'm a small operator do you know what i mean it's just me so financially it's far easier for me than uh places that have been you know swinging payroll and trying to keep their staff uh because you it's important to keep that talent there and keep your team going so that when things do pick up you can support that business and uh, especially on the supplier side, you, it, it's, it's not easy to hire for, for this side of 
the industry um, because you have to have like so much destination knowledge. It's one thing to bring in someone new when you already have a team up and running and and you you have that structure in place and then you're training. Uh, if you were to do that for several new people at once, that'd be really, really difficult to pull off. So, you know, I know they're all trying to keep their staff on as much as they can. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to take a while. I mean, I can even tell you, like looking forward for me, in terms of the reschedules, uh, I have I have more revenue from 2021. Excuse me, I have most of my revenue from 2020 that is rescheduling has gone to 2022 versus 2021. Okay, so next year is definitely still in my eyes a down year. Uh, now it's great that there's this much revenue moving on to 22. But that's not money in hand, right? That's not cash uh, that I can use, especially if, as a supplier, if they're using their money uh, ethically in the way that they should be and not touching any client funds. It just sits there, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we get paid at the same time that you get paid as an advisor, which is after, after travel, I consider the money made like money in hand kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it's a long game. So we'll see. Don't want to be negative there, but I just, let's mentally prepare ourselves that that is, you know, we're going to be seeing more of that. Okay. Moving on. Let's talk goals for 2021. For me, what this looks like is building out more support systems. Uh, that's in both TPT and Northern Leisure. Um, so the way I'm going to do that is working to utilize uh, the tools and systems that I have at my disposal better to make them more efficient, use them better, um, utilizing my partners more, and also bringing in help, right? So my, my what I'm really trying to do is bring more space into my life. Obviously, uh, planning for maternity leave, I, I have to create that space, uh, but it's also just something I've been craving for myself, and I really want to simplify a lot more. Um, I'm not going to fully share what I think that might look like yet, but I am definitely on a, on a wavelength of just like, how do I simplify as much as possible and get back to saying no to more things? Uh, I think for 2020, I was so needing the different outlets of things to say yes to that I could put creative energy to and feel productive um, that you know are things that I wouldn't say yes to potentially going forward you know what I mean I think I have to go back to setting clear boundaries having a very clear um, priorities very clear priorities um, yeah, I want to complete my coaching certification. Like I said, that's something I'm still excited about. Uh, so I'll jump back in at some point and get that done in 21. And yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Um, I mean, there's other things, but you guys have heard me kind of talk about those on stories or, uh, on here before, but that is the wrap up. Thanks for hanging with me. Uh, yeah, again, apologies about the uh, panting. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to breathe. It is what it is. It is what it is, guys. Um, okay, so here are some things I'd like to just remind you about, get on your radar, and also ask of you. One, if you have enjoyed the podcast this year, maybe don't take this episode into it, you know, because of the heavy breathing. But if you like the other ones, uh, if you could go and leave a review on iTunes, I would be very appreciative of that. Um, two, if you follow on Instagram at Travel Pro Theory, uh, I am planning to do a live uh, training slash Q and A slash talk. I, I don't know. We're gonna get together, right? Let's not formalize it. We're gonna get together the first week of January. Uh, I don't have a set date for that just yet. Uh, but if you go on Instagram, I will be letting you guys know we're going to talk money and when to like when to spend in your business in terms of outsourcing and when to bootstrap it and strategies around that. So I would love for you to be there or at least be able to submit any questions or points that you want to uh, want me to discuss on there even if you can't make it live, because there'll be a replay, obviously. That's how Instagram works. Now, uh, I would also love to hear from you. Again, Instagram's best. Send me DMs. I am in there more than I am in the Travel Pro Theory inbox on what your thoughts on what's coming for 2021 in terms of client experience or trends, etc. What we're looking at for next year. I would just like to hear y'all's opinion on it too. And then also uh, your goals for next year. Hit me up, share them. I'd love to hear from you. And that's it. That's it, guys. Done and dusted. So I hope that you have um, a very, very wonderful end of 2020. Try to rest, relax, uh, get some downtime, recoup and get ready for the year ahead. Enjoy the holidays and have a very, very happy new year. Now I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.